Blog Talk Radio.
welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Cypher. This is yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar. Hope everybody's having a great week so far, up to this hump day. Great weekend coming up, despite this uh, storm that's on the horizon, which we'll get into that a little bit later. DJ Comedic, what's good with you, my brother? How you feeling? Sleepy as hell, exhausted, long, hard, blasted ass week. Uh, you know, corporate shit, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, I'm all right. Let's we'll see what I do. Yeah, I saw the picture that you had posted on social media. For some reason, I was thinking that was the day I was getting ready to send you a text until you put me a plate aside until I looked at the date and saw it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a big ass. Um, I mean, like we was working. Which was crazy because we should have did the same shit on Labor Day because um, power volume was low because everybody was out cooking out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was their little appreciation. It was very tasty. Um, they 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 spent for some uh, Angus. It was it was good. It was good. That's what's up. That's what it is. B I double G. How you feeling, my brother? Hey hey hey. Everybody, you know how we do down here in the A, slow motion in the big city. Man, just trying to keep it good. Uh, was enjoying being able to ride out of my truck today. Didn't have to cut on the AC. I just cracked the windows and let that fall mm-hmm. weather start to creep on into my vehicle. So I was uh, very happy about that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, oh, yeah. Enjoy. Enjoying uh, enjoying a lot of the answers I'm getting. Uh, I, I, I'm actually going to tag committee in a post that I put up, man. It's a picture of um, a speaker a speaker system that looks almost like a small apartment building. That's how big they are. And uh, yeah, I commented. I, I commented on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I meant to. I forgot, but after the show, I'm going to. I'm gonna Google that song so I can hear it because I don't I don't know what song it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're a fan of wrestling, right? Didn't you used to watch wrestling? Yeah. So you watched it in like the 2000s, early 2000s when Rock, uh, Triple H, Stone Cold, all of them was still there. Uh huh. They played that song. That was the intro to um, SmackDown. Marilyn Manson's The Beautiful People. That was the song I'm sure oh, they okay. used in the Got that real oh, heavy uh, bass line in there. Actually, I want to say I played it on the show as well. well. I probably didn't. I know I got it in the uh, music queue. But, yeah, that's my joint there. Love that joint. Anyway, <laughs> as we wait on little brother L to come in, want to thank you guys for tuning in as always of course if you want to join us in the cypher you can hit us up at 818-369-0344 that's 818-369-0344 as always we look forward to hearing from our listeners out there here stateside and across the atlantic now the the country here is still at least the southern part of the country is still reeling from a hurricane that just happened out there Last week, Harvey uh, in uh, southeastern Texas, several uh, cities and towns there 
and now here on the East Coast, we're bracing for another one, which they're saying is probably the worst storm in the Atlantic in the last decade. I think we saw uh, Hugo back uh, some years ago. I want to say it was 05, I think. So this storm right now is in the Caribbean, and it just really devastated one island down there. I want to send prayers out. It's a real small uh, island nation, uh, island of Antigua and... Baruda, Baruda, according to their um, prime minister there, he said 95% of that island was decimated by uh, this Hurricane Irma. They've had one fatality on the island so far, and that was a newborn that was killed while his mother was trying to get the child and herself to a uh, safer place after their resident was uh, residence was uh, destroyed by the uh, winds and rain from the storms. So this is a very small island. I think they're uh I think I was reading their uh population is about sixteen hundred. But I was looking at pictures of it and man it, it really looks bad. It's like every sort of structure you can imagine house building, whatever is like leveled. So definitely send the prayers out to the uh residents of that island. And it's making its way up now. I think it just uh, passed St. Martin, and it's supposed to hit coming coming up on Puerto Rico. It's supposed to hit stateside. They say Florida by Sunday afternoon. Reports somewhere between two o'clock Sunday afternoon to Sunday night, and predicted to be in our neck of the woods here in North Carolina vicinity somewhere around Monday or Tuesday. So. Definitely uh, sending prayers and want everybody to be safe out there. If you're in any of the areas that can be affected, you know, like they say, if you can, you know, go further out west or further up north to not be in the path of the storm, do so. I mean, Mother Nature is not playing, I guess, to to put it in another way. This uh, hurricane here has proven to truly be a total bitch. She is wreaking havoc so far in the Caribbean. Just want people to be safe out there. So, I uh, amen and amen and amen to that, brother. Amen to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So L ain't joined us yet. Last week, uh, L was in the uh, silent minority when we were doing our wrap up of the season finale of Game of Thrones because he's not a follower of the series. But he does follow Power, so I wanted to get his thoughts on that uh, Power series. Richard Kometic, either one of you watched the Power series as well? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see yes, if sir. L chimes in. I ain't going to get into that just yet. I didn't care well, you for know the what? ending. You know, Go ahead. You know, you know what, Ray? Since we are going to wait on L for that, can I, can I, can I bring up something else that I watched? Um, over the weekend. Sure. By all means, um, yeah, go ahead. Listen, let me tell you something, man. It came on on Labor Day, on A and E, and it was the biography of the North B.I.G. And A and E. I started to watch that, but I changed my mind and said I'm sure they'll air it again because I saw it was something new, and then I also saw it was something. Three hours long, and I was like, nah, I know I right. can't do nothing three hours long right now. Listen, brother, listen. Let me tell you something, Ray. Everything that you're saying, I said until I started watching it. 
when I tell you A and E did a great job on this, I found myself watching all three hours of that and was not fatigued from it at all. I mean, they okay. really did a good job. With so was it system. so was it a movie or was it like more like a documentary? Oh no, it was a straight it was a straight up documentary. It was a straight up okay. documentary and they just they just went through they just went through everybody and everything um everybody and everything as far as from him coming up as a kid all the way up until his death, uh, Mrs. Valletta Wallace, she spoke quite a, uh, quite a bit through the documentary. Faith spoke. Lil' Steve spoke. Um, um, the DJ guy, I can't remember his name. He's, I mean, it was really, really. And then to listen to people like Jay-Z and Nas and Method Man and to listen to them say one or two of his verses and break them down and be like, you know, how ingenious is that? Like, just for, just, just real, real quick, uh, just, just for example, like, Jay-Z said that Biggie had the ability to use his vocabulary to where he could, he could unarm you by the stuff that he said. Like he says, take for instance the hypnotize. When he says, black and ugly as ever, however, I say Coogee down to the socks. Rings and rock still was, rings and watch still was rock. He says, now, I done already said it. I done already told you I'm black and ugly. Now you can't say it. And I never thought about it like that until Jay-Z was like, oh, my God, this, this is something really special. This, I mean, Jay-Z talks about how, he, how he, at one time he secretly – had beef with Biggie because when Biggie would come out with something new, he was like, this sucks for my career. I can't do anything now because he just came out with something else. It was, oh, man. Talk about how you put Junior Mafia together. It's, it's real. When I, listen, when I tell you, it is a good documentary. I think it's coming on again either tomorrow or Friday. I I'll catch it. I'll catch again. it on demand. I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can catch it on demand. I'll catch it probably one day, if not this week, maybe uh, next week. I'm behind on so much stuff I got to get caught up on. But, yeah, when I was um, channel surfing, I saw that up there, and I went to the guide and saw that it was whatever it was. It was new, and then I saw it was three hours long. I was like, yep, catch it another day. Because <laughs> I was not up for watching anything three hours. I mean, yeah, well, you know, you, you might – and I, I guess that's something that you might have to be in the mood for when you talk about it being a three-hour three hour, uh, show. But even if you don't watch the whole three hours, just know the way, the way they broke that down and really just got into who he was. Like, I, I mean, you know, I never – of course, I didn't know him. I didn't I, – I never met the man. I didn't get to know him. But, you know, everybody talks about how – that dude never ever wanted to be violent. He talks about they talk about how he was trying to steer away from violence when all that beef was starting up with Tupac when Tupac thought he had him set up. He talked about how he was trying his hardest 
get, talk to Tupac and tell him, yo, dude, I did not do this. I did not set you up. <laughs> and then when they started coming at him, when 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 uh when Pac came at him with um uh, whatever the name of that dude is, uh with do your mafia some mark ass bitches. Whatever whatever the name of that tune is that he did, we did it to the rip to the to the same uh to the same sample that Biggie used. And then when he talked about the whole thing with you know, when he was trying to make like he he got with his with his wife and and yeah. it was Biggie shows in the interview, he talked about like he told his people. He was like, Yo, if any of y'all do uh uh do uh, uh a revenge Rap a record towards Parker on the West Coast. I'm done with you. You off Junior Mafia. You out. You out of bad boy. I'm done with you. So it's. I mean, you know, that it, that dude really didn't want to live a life of being modest like that. He was just a wordsmith. That was ridiculous. But anyway, you gotta also, gotta also understand too. Where Big was coming from. I mean, this is a man who, you know, you even listen to it on his song and his uh, intro to Juicy. He was a man trying to, you know, provide kids. At the time, he had his daughter, and then he also um, had his uh, son CJ. So, you know, the man hustling really to, to try to make ends the last thing you want, especially when you're trying to be a father to your kids, is to get caught up in some, some nonsense, some rah rah. So, yeah, I, I get that. Comedic, did you uh, get a chance to check it out? Check out which? What uh, Rich is talking about, that uh, Biggie documentary they did on A&E. Um, I think they did it nah. Sunday or Monday night. I can't remember. Nah, I caught an interview on um, on Backspin on Sirius, and you know, his ex-wife, they was talking about, well, not ex She wasn't, you know, not like they got divorced, but Faith was talking about it and some other things. That's my third. I personally had not had a chance to see it. Mm. All right. I see little brother has joined us. What's good with you, Black Seas? How you feeling, bro? I'm good, gentlemen. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Good to be maximum. You know what I'm Back amongst you. You know what I'm saying? You know, back around. You know, back in the slot, back in the fold. You know, another Wednesday popping off, gentlemen. You know what I mean? That's what's, that's what's up. Um, I said I was going to wait all damn before we get into the uh, power discussion since uh, you you wasn't into the Game of Thrones discussion last week. But uh, before we um, do that also, did um, – I know, I know, and, and before you guys get your laugh on and, and feel like, you know, this is some of the funniest shit because, you know – as people have told me, dude, you're like 6'4", 300-some pounds. That's besides the point. I do not fuck with anything clowns or clown-related. And I've had people <laughs> come at me, you know, talking about, yo, yo, you want to go check out that, that It remake? No, fuck you. I ain't watched the original. I ain't watched the, the, the one that was on TV. No, I have nothing to do with that shit. And like I said, it goes back to my childhood. Yeah, I'm a grown-ass 47-year-old man, but, you know, some things, you, when you don't deal with certain things in life, then you have a tendency to have some unresolved issues with that shit, and that's one of those things that I just never addressed. So, yeah, I know I can whip the average clown ass, and that's a no-brainer, but 
Nah, I still don't want nothing to do with them shit. I don't that's, think that's you one can. Of those, that's one of those irrational. That's one of those irrational fears that I have. So I mean, you know, is irrational because yeah, I'm a grown ass man, shouldn't be afraid of clowns. But like I was explaining to family and friends, that's some shit that happened in my childhood that I just never dealt <laughs> with and addressed. Got older, so. But yeah, to to anybody out there listening, my cousin Davion, f you too. This cat, this cat man has a penchant for sending me fucking creepy clown pictures <laughs> via a uh, text message. I told him when he brings his ass back stateside, I'm gonna whip his ass for that shit. I don't play that shit every time he's sending me a text. I almost don't want to open the text because I know he got some fucking demented clown or some creepy ass looking clown peeking from under a bed or standing around a bed or some shit. You know, in fucking 4K vision, just sitting up here in my damn phone. Anyway, all right, moving forward. <laughs> hey, Ray. Shit out there, man. Yo. Th- th- does your does your uh, does your lady know about this uh, fear that you have of bozo? Pretty much oh, everybody bozo. knows about. We brought it back to bozo thing. Bozo the Clown? Bozo the Clown? I had Bozo the Clown records. I had Bozo the Clown records as a child, dog. No, real real talk. I tried to get over that. I tried to get over that phobia. I want to say in my late teens or early 20s, whenever that that bullshit came out, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I tried to get over it by watching that shit. And that shit even gave me nightmares. And, sc- and I can do scary movies. Scary movies don't F with me. I mean, it can be anything from The Shining to the Amityville Horror to the Exorcist <laughs> to whatever. I could deal with scary. I could deal with gross. I could deal with fucking body parts getting whacked off, all that. I just can't I can't deal with the fucking clown shit, yo. That, Like I said, that, that yo, I, like I said, I tried to get over it watching that killer clown shit because I figured, all right, this is going to be some old silly shit. And I sat through it. Yeah, that but, was goofy. That was goofy. Well, it, 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 it was goofy. I, mean, I, I, I said that. It was very goofy. But that shit still gave me fucking <laughs> sleepless nights. And when I was able to sleep, I had fucking visions of uh, them, them, them damn things coming. So, nah, I mean, that waking up and fucking drenched in sweat and shit, that, that wasn't cool. So, nah, I can't, I can't deal with it. Well, you know what? I mean, I listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. I'm quite sure we all have something. Now, whether we we choose to admit it out loud or not, I'm quite sure we all have something. For me, everything that Ray is telling you right now, I can say the exact same thing. When it said for me with clowns, it's roaches. Roaches. Oh. I don't fuck with them. I don't. I you don't, don't fuck with what? I don't fuck with roaches. Roaches. I don't fuck with roaches. R-O-A-C-H-E-S. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How the fuck? Wait a minute. Pause. Listen. How the fuck y'all don't, you don't fuck with roaches, and y'all got water bugs, which is like roaches on steroids. Let me, yeah, tell, let me tell you something. And the motherfuckers fly. 
Yep, they sure do. Like Loki. Let me tell you like something. Let me tell you something. I, told, I told one of my doctors, I said, the best therapy you could ever give me is you want to get me to walk it again? I said, put a put a big damn water bug a roach in here. I will lose my mind. And like Ray, there was something that happened in my childhood and is a reason something real bad that happened in my childhood that involved a roach. And that's why I can see, bro, it could be completely pitch black dark in a room. And a roach could be crawling on a wall behind my head. And I'll turn around and see it. And I'll be like, oh, nope, can't go to sleep. So somebody killed that motherfucker. I can't go to sleep. I, can, I, I, am... <laughs> I mean, it's jacked up that I'm laughing because I shouldn't be laughing. But, I mean, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, I get it, Rich. I get it. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, uh, for real? For real? <laughs> Nah, that was my, my ringer was on my phone. That's my ringtone. I got Michael Myers as my ringtone. Oh, I thought I thought you had, you had brought that up. Comedic, what you got? Nah, nah, I got Michael. I got Mike. I got Michael Myers as my ringtone. You got something? You scared? Is there something to get you, Comedic? That just might be unusual to anybody else. What do you mean by this exactly? Huh? Like a folk or anything <laughs> that's irrational that. Somebody else might laugh at or, or think it's silly. Uh, nah, I don't think so because I don't. I don't really. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I'm scared, we all scared. Like um, so I don't really have more rational <laughs> things. Um, nah, Comedic <laughs> said, "Comedic said, scared, we all scared.'" <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like that one. I like that one. I'm scared. We all scared. It's just like uh, it's like when you be in that crowd, man. I don't know why. I mean, we all have just a fear of the unknown. It's just like we be in a crowd. You know, if you be in a crowd of people and you see two or three people to start running, we don't. Everybody else to start running, and then they nah, ask questions after that. they're gone. <clears throat> fuck that. I don't even do that shit no more. I hit a wall. I get out the way. I get out the way. I done been around. <clears throat> we we've all we've all been around. We've all been around too many times where a fight will break out in the club or something to pop off, and then you standing right in front of the. You know what I'm saying you standing right in front of that. Yeah, you know I mean that that that. You know what I'm saying that that uh. What's the word for it? I'm saying, uh uh. That stampede, man. I get the, I get the fuck out the way. <clears throat> I slide to the left. Slide to your left. Nah, I get the fuck out the way, bro. Hey <laughs> time something break out until you can get to it. I tell I tell my dudes when we in the spot, man, get to the wall. <clears throat> get to the wall. Let the let the stampede go by you and then get to whatever you gotta get to, bro. But nah, bro. I don't, I'm not running in the same direction y'all going. Y'all going in the way of whatever's popping off. Nah, I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It can get stupid like that. That's just right. But even but you, you know, you talking about the club. I've just seen it where, you know, be got be out at a park or at a food festival or something, and you just see three or four people just start looking like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and they start running. 
everybody just started running right with them. And then the white people want to be nosy and walk towards the shit. Yeah, I just get to the side, B. Right. <laughs> well, what is that? What is that? What's happening here? No. I'm all set. Did that sound like a gun, Mary Beth? It sure did, Roger. Let's go see. It sounded like a what 38. Was that, what was that loud pop? What was that loud pop? Nah, I'm straight. Speaking of speaking of gunshots or loud pops, y'all uh, heard what happened to uh, Michael Bennett. Um, Seattle Seahawks player when he was down there watching the um, Mayweather fight last weekend. Yeah, yeah, man, and, and he done got lawyered up too. He done got lawyered. Yeah, he got a uh, got a renowned mm-hmm. uh, um, renowned civil rights attorney. I forgot whose uh, name, but yeah, I was reading the um, uh, some of what he said happened, and and I mean. Been there, done that. I've I've had a similar situation happen to me one time before. Cops made me get down on the ground, face down, you know, guns drawn, all that language about move, I'll blow your fucking head off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and um, only to be released and, you know, with no explanation. So, yeah, he said he, you know, experienced that. Of course, uh, Las Vegas Police Department, nobody's commented on it uh, since it's happened, but, yeah, he... He's uh, he, like you say, he's lawyered up and everything. He said he uh, said they heard gunshots as they were leaving, you know, the uh, hotel or whatever, where you know where the fight was, and um, says they heard what they thought was gunshots. Next thing you know, cops making him get face down on the ground. He complying. He said because he ain't trying to get shot. He said the cops put a gun at the back of his head, tells him move and I'll blow your effing brains out. I was like, well, damn. He said, and then after he asked him, you know, yo, what, what have I done? What are you doing? He said they uh, let him go without charge or anything once they established his identity. Now, is it is is there a certain point? And I've never been law enforcement. I think I think somebody was one one of a, one of y'all have been law enforcement once before, right? Nah, I'm military. I'm law enforcement. <clears throat> okay, but but even no. still, uh, having you know doing security work, working alongside police officers, stuff like that. Isn't there a certain level of expectation that a police officer needs to get the entire scene under control? Once they get the scene under control, then they sort out who's who. Isn't that kind of expected to happen? Now, as far as the language and the I'll blow your effing head off and all that stuff, I can't speak to that. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's necessary or not. I don't think it's necessary. But isn't there a, a level of expectation? Like, you know, you got to get the whole scene cool first. Get everybody down. Everything stops. Then we'll figure out who's who and what's what. Isn't that kind of expected? I mean, yeah, but you know, in this, 
in 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 this in in this climate, you know what I'm saying? We've all I, I, I'm sure we we've all wanted the dudes that 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 take it a little bit that 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 take it a little bit left though. You know what I'm saying? I, I got no problem with you doing your job, and as as I, I as I would assume that we all have we we all feel the same about that. I got no problem with you as a law enforcement officer doing your job. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But but to what degree? You know what I'm saying? Do do you do it? At what point does professionalism, you know what I'm saying, take place? What I'm saying? At what point does it does it become, you know, does it get extra? You know what I'm saying? Like you can only use that adrenaline that, that adrenaline to so far. You know what I'm saying? You can only you, you, you can only say that you was you was hyped up or the situation was what it was. You you can only use that excuse so many times. You know what I'm saying? Like that that can't be the, that can't be the rule all the time. Like like you, this is what you signed up for. So you you gotta have some some modicum of cool, you know, going in the, going in the situations that you're going into. Whether whether you kicking down somebody's door or whether you pulling somebody over, you know what I'm saying, or whether you running somebody down. It, at some point, you gotta have some type of some type of cool, because you're the law. Bottom line, you're the enforcement of law. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have some type of cool. You can't you can't just be as if 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 excuse me, if if I ain't trying to go to jail, you know what I mean, and, and I may be, you know, all types of extra, you know what I'm saying, about life. You can either meet it, you know what I'm saying, you can either meet it or, or you know what I'm saying, or, or exceed whatever I put out. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's all case by case and, and you know what I'm saying, but at the same token, you know, you, you gotta have some level of cool. Somewhere, somewhere, because if not, because if not, you're just as extra as as anybody you looking to put in touch. Yeah, but like I, I'm trying to think, like if, if I'm in a, if I'm in a if I'm in a situation where there's a crowd of people, and and you know something goes down. The cops roll out and just everybody, everybody get out, everybody get on the fucking ground right now, everybody get on the fucking ground. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna get on the ground. I'm gonna stay there because first and foremost, I don't want to get shot. But then, if I happen to be a celebrity and they don't recognize me, and then when I turn and I tell them, "Yo, I'm so and so," you know what I'm saying? I was just coming out. I was just coming out the casino. We walked in our car. And then some dudes over there got it to it. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. We know that's who you are. Boom, boom, boom. It sounds like, it sounds like, you know, loosely that's what happened to Michael Bennett. And to, and to me, I'm thinking. Medic is going to respond. I'm, I'm going to say something afterwards. Was you going to say something earlier, Medic? I mean, it's a long line. Hold on, what's that bubbling? Somebody boiling? Some water? No, no you got something going on in the background, bro. No, I'm muted, though. Go ahead, Kermatic. Yo, I be wanting to know, who is this nigga carrier? Yo, <laughs> find your carrier. <laughs> 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 It's always nothing going on. We be having all kinds of ish, but whatever. Um, nah, just in the situation 
we're here. Yeah, you want to you want to you know quickly get as people separated as possible. Um, maybe identify all threats. You know, make sure nobody's armed. Um, then identify the persons, especially depending on you know how much coverage you have. If you have enough coverage, you can do this all day. If it's only one of you, you know you want to stay safe. Um, but you know you can never speak to any any one situation or statement. Um, but yeah, just just always think about the fact that that I always try and put myself in their shoes. You know, what I'm saying when these characters come up to me, um, asking for identification, or whatever, whatever. I'm just trying not to be shy. So they say whatever, I'll be like, whatever makes you comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Whatever's going to get me out of here, uh, we've got to be in that mindset. But uh, all this, you know, knee in the back, and uh, thank God it's never happened to me, but that don't even look like a good look. I, and I ain't never did nothing like that to somebody because it, it looked like it could be damn near fatal. So I, I never really wanted to put anybody through anything that I thought that, you know, I didn't want to be through. So, I, you know, down to um, brass tacks or, or singular situations, I really can't respond. It's a, way, it's a way to do things. And, and the same way, you know, with any job you do, there's a protocol that you have to follow. Now, fortunately for some cops, again, son, I said some. Some cops are a bit overzealous. You know, in their job, and they'll, they'll whether they watch too much T.J. Hooker as a kid or, or whatever. I mean, they, 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 they come out with this mentality of, you know what, I'm gonna do it this way because, hey, I'm the one with the badge, I'm the one with the gun, and and they take, you know, they take their job above and beyond what is clearly stated, you know, in protocol with regards to dealing with crowds dealing with potential uh, violent situations. I mean, you know, just like the video that surfaced, or rather, and that case actually happened last year, but now they're recently talking about it that happened down in your neck of the woods, uh, Rich, the uh, police lieutenant who um, stopped the woman, the white woman in the traffic stop, and she admitted to the cop that she was, you know, a bit nervous you know, with the climate nowadays with cops, and the cop told her, which was actually caught on dash cam recording or caught on a hot mic, where he told the woman, you know, hey, we only shoot and kill black people. He's like, you're not black, so you got nothing mm. to worry about. Now, mm-hmm. like I said, that happened in Georgia. It was a case that happened last year, but now I think it's going um the video dash cam footage, whatever was released, and now it's going before. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, going before a grand jury or whatever. I don't know, but um, you know, again, it, you have you get some, again, some being in the minority that you know take it take it for more than what you know the job entails. Now, if what Michael Bennett said in his case is actually true, no, that's not police protocol. That That's not any police department's protocol to sit up there. He said in his story, in his retelling of it, what he, uh, you know, posted, he said, hey, he had one cop to come and forcibly slam his knee in, in, in his back, he said, to where he almost couldn't breathe. And then, you know, the other cop putting the gun in his head, telling him, move, I'll blow your brains out. 
And he said once they put the cuffs on him, he said they put him on so tight that his damn fingers started going numb. So, I mean, no, that's not protocol what those officers did. Well, there definitely will be video of it. So, and that video will come out. So, and just like, yeah, you get video now, they come out showing cops, like, with the uh, situation that happened last month with the nurse. You know, that footage has leaked, you know, has come out of the cop that, you know, manhandled and want to arrest the nurse because she didn't want to do what he wanted her to do, which she told him was against, you know, protocol and, and hospital policy. So, I mean, again, like yeah. I said, you get these cops out here that are, that feel like they can abuse, you know, the power of their badge or the power of their, you know, civil servant position to do whatever the hell it is they want to do and do it their way because they figure like, hey, Ain't going to be no repercussions behind it. What, I get a little admin leave, slap on the wrist, you know, citation in my jacket. All right, life goes on. Guess what? I'll be back doing it again next week. So. And then, and like, um, like I saw a meme that said, you know, if anything, it should be the good cops that are pissed off at the bad cops this out here because you're making it, you know, rough on all cops. You know, those one or two bad apples that go out here and and act against, you know, what their uh what their oath or their pledge to, to uphold and serve and protect, you know, with them going against that, you know, you would think that it would be their fellow officers that would basically call them out for it, but you know, you got that, that, that brotherhood, that blue wall of silence where it's like, you know what, we got to protect our own because the minute we don't protect our own, then it becomes open season on all of us. And nobody wants to be known as the snitch, the rat, or, you know, the, the new age Frank Serpico. So, I mean, it's, unfortunately, that's what it is. Yeah, that's a, that, that, that's a, that's a really tough place to be in, um, you know, because especially if you if if you if you're it's like if you're a good cop that sees a bad cop doing doing their doing a bad job, doing something illegal, doing something that's over the line. I mean, if you're a good cop that sees that and you know it's happening, it's it's as if that cardinal that cardinal sin of not ratting on the, on your on your own that 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 just trumps everything that that seems like it yeah. trumps everything and I have a couple of good friends who are police officers and and sometimes I want to ask them like I mean but I but I feel like you know I might be crossing the line if I if I ask them that but sometimes I really want to pull them aside and ask them be like listen. If you listen, seriously, if you saw that dude, you know, during an arrest, start choking the shit out of some guy, you really wouldn't say nothing because then you're gonna get looked at a certain kind of way. 
don't look right And what if I'm not a type Not the kind of guy she like Whatever, however, ever Me and my wife If I never meet my wife That's clever Gotta do something about this No matter how much I may doubt this Could be the one Maybe it could be some fun Or maybe she could be a ton of trouble But I could use some trouble in my life I wanna get into some trouble tonight yeah. I wanna get into some trouble tonight yeah.
sexual assault that happened, I believe it was last year. You remember that story, Big Rich? No. Alright, hold no, on. No, brother, I don't remember that one. Alright, they said, yeah, back in um May, um this past May, they said uh Michael Irvin was accused of drugging and sexually assaulting a twenty one year old woman in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I remember it because I remember them talking about it. it was um another story, I think it was after uh what's his face was um sentenced, um Sharper. After Sharper was sentenced, I remember this um, story coming out. But, yeah, they say he was uh, being investigated uh, for drugging and sexually assaulting this 27-year-old woman down in Florida. Now, the police who investigated the case and the the state's attorney's office, they decided back in July not to press charges. Now, because the NFL said he is an NFL employee, and under their personal conduct policy, it includes all individuals affiliated with the league, owners, coaches, players, team employees, game officials, employees in the office, NFL Network, NFL Films, et cetera, et cetera. They have started their investigation into him and the accusations. So I just thought that was interesting. It was like, okay, so y'all wait until after Broward County in Florida decided that, okay, there's nothing here or there's not enough evidence here to go forward with a case. So they decided, you know, drop charges or whatever. But now the league is coming out with, okay, well, now we're going to investigate them. Y'all didn't think to do that, you know, when the charges first popped up back in May or whenever it was? Well, see that 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 has that has been the conversation and the debate that has been going on between the NFL um, and the NFL and the NFLPA. Uh, but now here is another situation where, although it doesn't involve the players' association, it definitely involves an employee of the NFL, and that's that's. I stand corrected. The case didn't happen in May. It happened back in March, uh, two months earlier. Well, go ahead, Rich. My bad. No, no, no. But that's the debate that's been going on because it's like the NFL is is putting itself above the law. Now, yes, it can look like that. It can sound like it, it can it can appear that way. But the NFL is not necessarily putting itself above the law. But more so, what it's doing is saying, when we do our investigation, if the if the event what what I read, okay, through through on 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 uh, NFL dot com, and they're saying that when we do our investigation, we wait until whatever legal ramifications that are going to come from this take place, and then we investigate what goes against our uh, our morality uh, clause and our uh, uh, rules and regulations on behavior, proper conduct, so on and so forth. And mm. then, no matter what the law finds, if in their investigation they find 
that there was still some behavior that took place um, that that Mike like that Michael Irvin was his behavior in some type of way contributed it to these charges and things of that nature. Even if he's found or not guilty, they still say that it could go against the NFL um, uh, conduct conduct laws, conduct rules and regulations. And then they and then they can they can decide to do what they want to do to him. That's the same thing that they did with Ezekiel Elliott. That's the, and, and 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 that's why and the NFLPA is coming real strong back against them. That's why Ezekiel will get to play in Week One, but we don't know if after Week One will he will he will he, will he be sitting six games after that, or will his appeal come through and. He'll 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 only get uh, he'll get it reduced down to four games, or is it possible that he can get the 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 NFL to give him a complete stay, and 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 not not suspend him at all? Because even though the law and here's and here's what's really interesting as to why, you know, I know we started off with Michael Irvin, but this is but this is along the same line, which is really interesting as to why Ezekiel. Is being is is being considered for six game suspension because the law did not find anything to find him guilty. They did not have enough evidence to find him guilty. That does not mean they said he's innocent. They just said we don't have enough stuff going on here to say the man is guilty of these particular charges that are brought that are brought to him. Now the but NFL after that. But then it just come out rich that they're that they're upholding this six game suspension, although they're going to let them play week one. Yeah, they 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 are upholding it, but he's still in the appeal process. The NFL is still saying, "Yo, we're going to suspend you for six games." The NFLPA is saying, "Hey, we still have two more. We still have two more steps in the appeal process to go, and until those steps are completely satisfied." He's gonna to get to play at least one week. At least one week he's gonna to get to play. So, you know, with Michael Irvin, what happens? Will he be? Will he be back on the NFL Network come come tomorrow night when when, when we open up with the doubleheader? Because the season starts tomorrow in twenty four. Well, hours. I mean, he should, they haven't. They just said that they're conducting an investigation now. They haven't said that he is being suspended from his job as an analyst pending the outcome of the investigation. So he still has his job, but I would assume they're just saying that they're launching into their own investigation now after um, the DA decided to drop the charges against him. Yeah, well, that's going to be something that could happen that that's gonna be something that could happen in a matter of of minutes, seconds, whatever the case may be. Because with uh with with you know, it's one thing to be out there playing on the football field. It's another thing to be without a helmet, face to the camera, giving your opinions about things, laughing and joking and having a good time talking football while meanwhile there's an investigation going or whether or not you sexually assaulted someone. People don't want to see that. People do not want to see at all somebody sitting on TV, smiling, kicking, and having a good time, 
when 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 there's an investigation about sexual assault. The one court that never loses is the court of, of public opinion. That court never loses. It's unfortunate, and sometimes it's wrong. It's very wrong, but that court doesn't lose. And when it comes down to talking about making money, when it comes down to talking about broadcasting, <clears throat> when it comes down to talking about people, you know, people, uh, people wanting to, you know, uh, spend their money on a product. If they say they don't like something, and they're not going to spend their money, you better believe those those corporations are going to fold to their demand. Speaking of uh, of uh, corporations folding, did you guys hear the um? The, the, it came out courtesy of uh, Ray Lewis during the interview he did, the reason why the Ravens didn't sign Kaepernick. No. The real rather you saw that? Are you are you buying that, Rich? No, no, I didn't I didn't see the I didn't I didn't see it come out. Last I heard, he was Ray Ray Lewis was still saying that that um that the that the Ravens are, are still looking to sign it. Okay. Well according to um Ray Lewis they're saying that the day that they were, and actually they said Ray Lewis was the one actually championing uh, for the Ravens to sign Kaepernick. But they're saying mm-hmm. the story that came out um, some hours ago, yesterday, they said um, he was on Showtime's Inside the NFL. They said that the reason that the Ravens didn't sign him was because of a tweet that his girlfriend sent out. Now, <laughs> yeah. I read the article and I saw the picture of what she tweeted, um, which was a picture of Ray Lewis hugging Ravens owner Steve Bashotti over top of a picture of Samuel L. Jackson's character from Django Unchained um, hugging DiCaprio's character after he was killed. <laughs> and she um, mm. put at Ray Lewis, you know, on the tweet, they said that um, the day that they were actually going to sign him, they said she had sent that tweet out. And they said that's what made or gave Bishadi pause, you know, from signing Kaepernick. Don't know how true that wow. is, but that's what they're saying the story is. And, of course... <laughs> The team got mad because they were like, how are you going to crucify Ray Lewis when Lewis was the one actually calling for the team to sign Kaepernick? So, again, like I said, don't don't know, well, you know how much, if any of it is true, but that's what Ray Lewis said on Inside the NFL uh, yesterday during the interview, that it was because of the tweet that his girlfriend sent out that made uh, Ravens on the Bishotti pause. But my thing is, is that let's let's go with a hypothetical here and say that's true. Why is it that it came out of the Ravens' office that the organization, as well as Bishotti and others, were asking for fans' thoughts on signing Kaepernick? I mean, if that was truly the case, then you 
you know, that wouldn't have mattered. Why would you be taking any kind of uh, opinion to the fans, their thoughts on it? So that's why I say I don't know. I don't know how much of that story, if any of it, is true. But they said the day that the news came out that the Ravens were on the verge of signing Kaepernick or were considering signing him was when our old girl had sent that tweet out and then everything, you know, was put on pause. Well... <laughs> That's whack. That's whack as hell. <clears throat> You're going to base that off of. Like, now you're just looking for shit now. He's like, oh, no, nah, we was going to sign him, but this girl tweeted some bullshit, so no, nah, we ain't fucking with that. Like, hey, this girl ain't playing. Or you wonder, I can, I can see, it, it, I, 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 I can see you, you trying to get a post of your fans. Uh, uh, in regards to you know everything surround ev- everything surrounding him, yeah, you know I'm saying whether and whether or not they'll support a pickup like that, yeah, you know I mean, and uh, and opposed to nah, we ain't pick him up because his girl tweeted some bullshit. But fuck out there. Well, believe it yeah, or not, I'm kind of with that same mindset as well, L. But you know, hey, you know, any thoughts on that committee? <laughs> Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No thoughts, Comedic? Comedic got us on mute again. Okay. I bet you. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I just thought that was, when I read that, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. I mean. Exactly. It's not like some bullshit. Yeah, same thing I said. Yo, real quick, I want to give you guys a, 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 a conspiracy theory that I had that was actually brought to my attention by uh, one of my partners, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what, it's very possible. Now, you know, um, over the weekend, Trump decided not to, um, he decided to end uh, the DACA program, which is the program that um, allows you know, um, immigrants who were brought here, undocumented, you know, who were brought here as children by their parents to remain in the country to try to get, um, you know, legal status. They're called the Dreamers. Um, DACA, I forgot what it's actually short for, but in any event, he ended that program. And, of course, now you got uh, people on both sides of, you know, the political spectrum as well as, Corporations, you had everybody from Steve Jobs, I mean, not Jobs, he's dead now, Tim Cook to Zuckerberg to countless others in Silicon Valley, you know, um, criticizing this move by the Trump administration. And there's even uh, 15 states right now that are looking to sue the Trump administration over um, this uh, this suspension of DACA. Um, yeah, it's actually an uh, acronym for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Um, yeah, you got 15 states, including the uh, District of Columbia, that are all filing suits. Those states include New York, Hawaii, Washington, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Iowa, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, 
and the district. All right, so I thought about something that that, and you guys tell me if y'all if y'all feel it or, or see it as well, or you know, just me on another one of my crazy um theories. You notice that he implemented this right, you know, around you know Labor Day weekend. Now, something else that was going on, of course, you know, you had uh, parts of Texas underwater from Hurricane Harvey. Now, if you just suspended a program that would allow um, uh, immigrants who came here when their parents, you know, brought them across the border so they're not here as their term goes legally or rather undocumented, a lot of... um, a lot of, of these undocumented were also residents in parts of Texas that were um, flooded. Doesn't that seem awfully convenient that he would do this now right before Congress would sit up here and approve this bill to send money, you know, to um, those people affected by the floods there as a way to discourage them perhaps from coming forth for uh, some of this money to help them rebuild their lives for fear of being potentially deported. Anybody else see that or, or think or is thinking along those lines? What you say, Big Rich? Hold on. <laughs> I think I hear what you're asking, but please ask it one more time. I want to make sure I hear what you're asking. Say that again now. It's strange that All right, so with Trump ending with Trump ending this uh DACA program which would right. now potentially just under a million roughly around 800,000 of these dreamers who are part of this program that were brought here as children that are now like young adults um do you think this now with them uh suspending that DACA program and putting some of these uh, dreamers at risk of deportation, does that now also put people on edge that may need to seek funds to help rebuild some of those uh, immigrants who are living in parts of Texas that got flooded from now seeking or, you know, coming forth to theme or whatever to get, you know, whatever is allocated for them to rebuild because their immigration status will now be brought into question? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that, that's, I just want to make sure I was hearing you, I was hearing you correctly, and what you were asking. Yeah, that 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 absolutely seems oddly convenient in timing. That's yeah, oddly there's, there's convenient like, in timing. It's almost like perfect timing. That's why that's why I was mentioning that because you got to remember now he's seven what eight months in the office, and you know one when he campaigned he talked about. He wasn't going to do anything to affect the Dreamers or, you know, this DACA program. But now all of a sudden, right after this flooding and right before they, you know, try to get Congress to approve this money for FEMA to help these flood victims, you uh, suspend this program. It's almost like you're you're doing this timing-wise because I don't know if you guys remember if I mentioned it on last week's show. I probably didn't. But also right around the time of that flooding, a judge had put a halt to a uh, a law that was supposed to take place there to where uh, cops could ask 
people affected by the flood, their immigration status. It was a law that was supposed to take effect. And the judge Wait, was there what? for the halt. What? What the fuck? Yeah. I'm drowning. Yeah, right yeah, they had a law no, in Texas. I'm drowning, though, nigga. In, now I'm up to my neck. Yeah, there was a, there was yeah, a law that was going to take effect in Texas, I think, that week. And a federal judge there put a halt to that, saying that no, cops couldn't go in there and ask people, like, going into these shelters, their immigration status. And see, think about that. Cops going into the shelters, asking people what their immigration status is. They are in the shelters, which means what? They're already rounded up. Mm-hmm. They're already exactly. put all in one place. We ain't got mm-hmm. to go chase after them. We ain't got to go yep. find them. They're all right here. Mm-hmm. And see, not only that, Houston Houston is one of those uh, sanctuary cities. Now, you remember when uh, Trump started his campaign, when he tried to implement, you know, his travel ban, he was actually planning on targeting the sanctuary cities also stating that they was going to strip funding, you know, to these uh, sanctuary cities because he wanted law enforcement to go around and essentially round up people in these uh, cities, you know, where there was a heavy immigrant uh, population. Mm -hmm. I said, I just thought that was real convenient that um, that he would implement that or that he would suspend that program. I think it was Friday. Friday they suspended that program right around the time that they are about to prove this funding. I think I forgot how many billions it was to help um, rebuild or, you know, to help people get back on their feet that were affected, you know, by uh, that hurricane. And like I said, there are a lot of immigrants in that in that part of Texas. Mm. I just thought that was uh thought that was some some real uh funny time in there. Comedic, you got any thoughts on that, my brother? Not really. Alright. So yeah, like I said, I ain't know if any of you guys caught that. I just I thought that was real <laughs> I thought that was real funny, boy. I was like, Wow. Yeah, you suspend that uh program designated to protect these kids who were brought here as children, you know, to now target them. And like I said, they said it's roughly 800,000 of these dreamers. So, yeah, like that's that's crazy. And no telling how many or what percentage of that was affected by the uh, flooding there in uh, Texas, in southeastern Texas. If he, if, if he could deport us Third of that, do you know what that would do to his racist fan base? Yo, they yo, they jump out the window. Well, they're already excited the fact that he suspended the program, or rather, he had sessions to do it because you got to remember Trump was on record as stating that he would, you know, protect the Dreamers, but he himself didn't give a statement on suspending that program. He had his AG sessions go out there and uh, give the presser. On that, and of course, Sessions went up here and ruled about, you know, hey, we gotta, you know, we gotta look out for Americans first, and you know, a 
robbing, they're stealing, they're killing, you know, still running with that fear rhetoric, you know, to justify this action. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's it's, it's one thing that we got to remember. Oh, we don't have to remember. We, we might we might not even know. But one thing that I've been reading and I and I'll try to remember is that there's a record of all these things that's being kept. That they, they they are keep there are records of these things that are being kept. And I'm telling you, dude, he will not make it two years. He will not make it two years in office. He he just won't. And whether it goes worse, which actually I don't see I don't see it going anywhere other than worse. Because I hear I hear that Mike Pence, he might not be the devil, but he's the devil's roommate. And well, uh the thing about and I sorry, Rich, I didn't cut you off. The thing about Pence no, and I hear yeah. a lot of people talk about, hey, you don't want Pence in the White House. Well, actually, you do. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Pence isn't Trump. Pence isn't going to do a lot of things to just fly off the cuff and say or do whatever. He's still going to play by the rules and by the book. So unless he gets the support of his Republican-controlled uh, House and Senate to implement anything, he's not going to be able to do but so much. And then, too, when you look at the fact that the Republicans, they can't get shit passed. They couldn't get nothing passed on health care. And like you said, they got a majority control. They couldn't get nothing passed on health care. They're probably not going to get anything passed on taxes. They haven't been able to do any freaking thing. So even if Trump right. is uh, kicked out or impeached or whatever, yeah, you, you can look at Pence and yeah, a lot of people talk about his conversion therapy for for gays and transgenders and all this other stuff, you know, him being the ultra, you know, Christian conservative. But, again, just like with Trump, there's only going to be so much that he can actually do. See, the thing with Trump is that Trump is reckless to the point where he can F around and have his country engaged in, a, in another world war, which mm-hmm. for a lot of people is, is bordering on right now with him in North Korea. And then you got yep. China and Russia potentially siding, you know, with North Korea if Trump does anything preemptive against North Korea. So, you know, that's that that right there is one of the dangers of Trump in office. You get somebody like Pence in there, of course, Pence ain't going to sit up here and run off with no reckless tweet telling Kim Jong, F you, or we're going to come at you with the – with the fire and the fury like you've never seen before, you know, he's not going to come, you know, at that angle. He's going to let his people, his diplomats, try to come at this in a more diplomatic solution. But, again, you know, I I hear people talking about Pence and people that remembered him as a governor or whatever it was before he became uh, Trump's running mate. Yeah, but, you know, the the ideas, the radical ideas he had, especially with the the conversion therapy, hell, that didn't work in his state. He wasn't able to get it passed in his state. So again, and considering how the Republicans aren't all on the same page, hell, he ain't even, probably ain't even gonna be able to get it passed if he is, you know, in that in that oval. So again, I'd rather take my chances with someone like him 
who is going to be a by the book or by the rules guy as opposed to somebody who potentially end us get us involved in a damn world war or a nuclear war because of a reckless ass tweet. Oh no, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I, I agree. I'd rather take my chances with somebody like him as well. Um, but it's gotta be it's gotta be something that's gotta happen. It's gotta happen quick. I mean, not, not like right now. We got Russia putting warnings against America because Trump wants to arm the Ukraine. And, and, and Russia's telling Trump, don't do that. You're going in the exact opposite direction of what we're trying to get, which is a resolution of peace. And so now you're going to have North Korea, Russia, and China, which is not a is not a bad is not a bad team of uh, of war players when you got them going against one country. Mm. So, all right, um, hey, uh, real quick, go ahead, L. No, no, I can't go ahead. Okay. Um, before we move on, got to give a um, R.I.P. out to Walter Becker. Don't know if any of you know who that is. I'm pretty sure Big Rich probably does, probably Comedic as well. He was a guitarist, bassist, and co-founder of 70s rock group Steely Dan. He actually died uh, Sunday at the age of 67. Mm-hmm. And I guess I didn't get my music. I had something uh, queued up. To, uh, tribute uh, Steely Dan But yeah He died Sunday at the age of 67 um, I don't think they gave details At least I didn't see any um, On his cause of death But yeah One half of Steely Dan I actually was planning on wanting to see them I want to say about two or three years ago They were coming here to North Carolina I didn't get a chance to get a ticket We'll see that But yeah Steely Dan fan myself, so R.I.P. Mr. Becker. Steely Dan, if I get my music right, I'll play some Steely Dan next week. All right. Cool. You said you had something so lighthearted, Rich. Yeah, you were talking about. Uh, you were talking about, and and I say I say lighthearted because I thought it was I thought it was a little funny to me, but it is it is uh, something that could become a powder keg down here mm. in Georgia. Um, every Labor Day down here in Georgia is Black Pride Weekend. Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this past Sunday night, um, of course, nobody had to work on Monday. So Sunday night, all the clubs was open and popping. And right down here in the area called Midtown, we got an intersection of 10th and Piedmont. The LGBTQ uh, community has fought tooth and nail to, to get that to be their intersection. So much so that they have uh, all of the crosswalks at 10th and Piedmont are all rainbow on all the crosswalks. <laughs> 
So they got that going on. They got all the crosswalks. And then on each corner, there's four different clubs. There's Tenth and Piedmont, another one called Ten, two other clubs I can't think of the name of. All of those are gay clubs. All right? So when I tell you that they have pretty much taken over that little that little four block radius of 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 of, of, of space and area and time, they have taken it over, man. But Sunday night, when all the other clubs in Atlanta were open till three in the morning, APD comes through Central Piedmont and those four clubs. And tells them they got to shut down at twelve thirty, <laughs> and they succeeded in shutting all four of them clubs down at twelve thirty. Now they've done a news report, and they've also they've done a news report as well as they've also I've read some some, some stuff on this. The uh, shift commander who was on that night uh, through the spokesperson of the Atlanta uh, Police Department swears that it was an oversight that he didn't mean that that he didn't know that that uh, Fulton County ordinance allowed them to be up until till three o'clock. Now I don't know how you didn't know that. When no other club in the entire city of Atlanta closed in Bullock County, no other police department shift commander in any other zone shut down their club. But you you didn't know that that was the case. And here you come through shutting everybody down at at 1230, right there on that court. So now we got the LGBTQ community Flaming on two different ways. They flaming, and then they flaming because they mad about this shit. And they hot. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> you said they hot, Rich. <laughs> they hot. They flaming and they hot. Wow. Um, what do you think, guys? Do you think the good old boys are rearing their ugly heads? And um, does that does that possibly seem like the easiest target to go after in this racial tension that we're in right now? The easiest target to go after a gay black man? I don't you know because Atlanta Atlanta's like the down low capital that ain't down low no more. So like. I I thought hold I thought up. That, I, I, hold, I, hold up hold up hold up. Hold up, rewind a second, Hell. You said it's not anymore. Since when did it stop? No, 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 because they not down low no more. That shit is you, you know what I'm saying? They, they, done, they done came out. They got, you know what I'm saying, gay sophisticates down there and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they done, they done popped their head above water, man. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I I would think I, I would think that you know that 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 community um, it, it it would be you know something of 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 the norm 
You know what I'm saying? For considering, like as you just said, you know they they've acquired you know entertainment and space you know, and, and, and space in that in, in that particular in that particular you know stretch of the community, and you know they have their parades and you know other things going on. They 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 not dictate, but they have they have a heavy you know they have a heavy and interested a uh, uh, nightlife and do all types of stuff down there. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think that might've been, you know, that, that, that might've been one person, you know, that shift came into him being, him just being corny and then kind of singling them out. He just probably didn't want to deal with it, you know, in his zone on his shift, you know, during that time. So I think that's kind of what it was, but, on to some better news, to some shit that we care about. Who shot Tony the Tiger, Ray? Rich, Rich. Who shot Tony the Tiger? The fuck? What are you talking about? Did I miss something? Yo. What, what? No, yo. It was a it was a tiger that got loose, and the police shot the tiger. Somebody tiger got loose. Well, you know, like Harambe. Tigers, tigers are dangerous animal, you know, to humans, brother. You see, they didn't give Harambe a chance. You think they're going to give a tiger a chance? They shot the tiger, man. Tiger got loose. Uh, hell, if I see a tiger on the street and I got a piece, I'm shooting the motherfucker. I'm not, yo, I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the tiger whisperer. I'm not going to sit up there and try to... Negotiate with Mr. Tiger and be like, I'm going to go my way. Oh, yours. Oh, we, we, you know. Nah, if I see a tiger who's on the street, I'm shooting a tiger. If you see a tiger with clown shoes on, that nigga dead. He's just dead. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. I care, what did Tiger do to you? What did Tiger do to you? You just gonna shoot the tiger? Yo, I know you glad Barnabas barely. I know you glad Barnabas barely is closed, man, because you shooting tigers and clowns. <laughs> oh, real? Hey, real talk, bro. <laughs> real, real talk, y'all. Just saying. <laughs> like I said, if that tiger is in his natural habitat, and I'm and I'm you know trespassing. Then yeah, I deserve to have my ass uh, eaten or mauled or whatever. But if you know, yo, I that tiger, I ain't got shit to do with that tiger as long as he's not confronting me. You know, in my in my domain, I put it like that. (laughs) (coughs) Hey, comedic, you didn't uh, answer earlier when I asked uh, Big Rich. You uh, watch Power? That's a negative. Nigga, you keep asking me if I watch that star shit. I do <laughs> not watch the product of I Curtis. I the first time. I would have the time Yeah, we... Nah, we, I, don't, I don't have stars, and I, I ain't trying to bootlegate. I, I don't fuck with that shit. I, I'm ghosting all his men, so I don't run about that. I'm down with GOT, TWD, but the blackies with the power, I don't know about it. So sorry. Nothing. All right, all right, all right, all right. My bad if you said no fun, I ain't you, then that's on me. All right, L. No, no, not tonight. I'm just saying, like, period. I don't watch this shit. All right. I don't 
stars either, but I watch, you know, I, I, I you know, I catch it on the device. But all right, I got you. All right, L, your your, your show. We uh, talked about God last week. Go ahead and get your uh, power fixing there. I don't I don't watch power. I I just started watching. Uh, 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 oh, I'm on the phone. Hold on one second, y'all. I think I woke my mama up. All right, go ahead. Hey. <laughs> All right, Rich, you said you watched it. I, um, I caught it as well. Like I said, I don't oh, like man. that. Why did he mute? I want to hear what was happening. I know, as I told you was. That's why I went on with why the topic. Did you? I didn't want to be in this business. <laughs> Why did you, man? I wanted to hear what was happening. That I ever across the head. Yeah. Hell no, you better, you, better, you, better, you better leave me and my mama alone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, Ray, I'm trying to take a hell of a shower. Let's, let's listen to this. This is going to be good. Well, I ain't messing with Rich, boy. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, by by the way, L, uh, I saw your prom pictures. You look very nice, sir. <laughs> this, this nigga. This nigga taking pictures like he about to go to his senior prom. I was like, oh, oh my shit. God. Oh, Rich, oh. shit. <laughs> Yo, Ray. And then when he yeah. took the picture, Ray, he put like 20 hashtags behind it. Yo, on the way to the wedding. Hashtag just my date. Hashtag AC nice. Hashtag arm candy. Hashtag nigga clean up well. Hashtag, I was like, oh, my God. This nigga hashtag everything about this picture. Oh. <laughs> Everybody always, everybody always used to seeing me in in in, in, in fatigues and hoodies, man. I'm usually always all blacked out when I'm outside. You know what I mean, so you know when I clean up, man, I figured out you know I show up for a little bit. Mm-mm. Boy, y'all retarded. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, right. Um, but you know I. I I don't know how I feel about Dre all of a sudden being the man that everybody's going. See, after. that's why that's that, that, that's why I said I didn't care for the season ending because I knew all the way up until that last episode that we was going to see Dre ass get got. Dre ain't supposed to make it to another season. He wasn't even supposed to make another episode. Right. Right. You know, and now all of a sudden. Dre is enemy number one. I'm like, oh, come on, y'all. That that not not him. Why him? And then, even though it was cool to see uh, Tommy and Ghost and Kane and all keeping it right there together, you know, it was cool to see that little reunion again. I'm still sitting there like, so now they not it's gonna take all of them to get to this dude. He a little, he a little trick ass. But see so. now, but but here's here's the thing. They they you know 
now they done put him up there, you know, on sort of this high rung because now he decided with um the the, the crazy couple, you know, and going to utilize their yeah, arm the, now. The, yeah, he's gonna become like 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 Ghost and Tommy and Kanan's new nemesis, and I'm sitting up here like. Nah, it, it wasn't, for me personally, and I'm not really that invested in it, but I did watch it, I felt like he shouldn't have made it that far, period. He shouldn't have right. got to that stat. Right. I don't, I, in, in, my, in my opinion, I feel like he ain't earned that. He, he hasn't earned that, that exactly. much clout. Exactly, exactly. He ain't earned that much clout. But, but, they, but they wrote it that way for him to have that much clout. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I'm really interested to see how this, uh, how this um, relationship is going to mature with, uh, with Tommy and his father, um, and, and see what that's, what that, what's going to become of that. Yo, I got a real, I got a real, I got a real theory on that, yo. Where I think that that. Uh, I think Tommy's dad, if he's somehow able to get out, because you know he's dying, but if he's somehow able to get out, I think he's going to no, be... No, his wife is dying. He's not oh, dying. Oh, his wife. His wife, my, my, dying. his wife is dying. But I think he's going to be... Integ- I think he's going to really be integral in a way to really separate or, or to cut ties with Tommy, to cut ties between him and Ghost. I think he's going to be real instrumental in that. If there's anybody who can do it, I can see him being the one. Cause you gotta think about it. He didn't already, he didn't, yeah, he didn't already kicked his mom essentially to the curb for her lying to him right. about his dad. So if he can kick mom to the curb, then you know, <laughs> ghost would be like a drop in the bucket for him. Right. Exactly. If he if he if he can kick his mom to the curb. And he'll def- he'll definitely say, "Yo, pops, whatever you, whatever you need, whatever you need uh, for me to do with ghosts, I can take care of." That. Yeah, I think, like I said, man, I, I I I just I just don't like Dre's character. Dre's character to me is like if you ever watch Survivor. And that one person that nobody thinks can end up winning ends up winning. He's like that long <laughs> shot that shouldn't even that shouldn't even be in the running. I mean, that's just my right. opinion of him. And, and you know, hey, I guess they need now going into this new season. They're going to need that new villain. So yeah, because I they they killed off uh, what's his face. So yeah, they're going to need that new villain going into the season. And I'm sorry, but I think your boy gonna catch a bad one too. That Lorenz Tate character they introduced, I think he gonna catch a bad oh, one too. Yeah. He, he trying to he trying oh, to come yeah. at Ghost like, you know, like yo, like yo, nigga, I own you now. You you do what I say, do, Especially you know when he was trying to plan his daughter's funeral. I'm like, yo, that cat must not know who Ghost is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, listen, he's messing with powers beyond his kin. He he need, he needs to he needs to fall back for real because you know you you don't want to see you don't want to see what Ghost can become 
So yeah, you you're right. Lorenz Tate character is gonna catch it. And I'm gonna tell you who else gonna catch a bad one too. Oh boy, that damn lawyer uh, messing with Tasha. He gonna catch a bad one too. Uh, Ghost Oh, I don't know oh, 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 you talking about the, the, the lawyer the that's dead. Yeah, that's messing with Tasha. He's going to catch a bad one, too. And he uh, might mess around and catch me if Tommy finds out, you know, that that's who, you know, that Tasha sleeping with old boys. So, yeah. I anyway, like I said, man, I didn't think, I thought that was a weak, uh, Season finale. I thought that was weak, in my opinion. Yeah, I I can agree with you on that. I can definitely agree with you on that. So, um, man. So, all right. So I I got one more. I got one more piece of uh, crazy news for you guys. Let me see if y'all uh, heard this. Did y'all hear that uh, <laughs> your man Mickey Rourke is in talks with Golden Boy to fight in 2017? And mind you, Rourke is 64. To fight what? Fight cancer? Oh, he's gonna fight. Wow. I didn't know he was in the ring uh, two years ago. He was actually in the ring. Two years ago, when he scored a second round TKO over some dude, Elliot Seymour, in Moscow. But now he's like, he's um, he even got up, he's in talks with uh, De La Hoya to get back in the ring. He want to have uh, his next fight in California at the age of 64. Um, hey, I'm assuming. He's a tough guy. I'm I'm assuming Mickey, Mickey Rourke must be in some kind of good shape if he's getting in the ring at 62. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's he a real tough guy. It, there's, there's a rumor that he pulled the motherfucker off of John Carvine Dan bitch ass. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a problem. I guess if he can go in there and, and, and withstand some bum, he'd be all right. You know what I'm saying? If he just put his hands up, block, 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 go and, and hit this motherfucker. You know, he has a lot of power. Uh, a lot of savvy. He's just a fuck. He's like a Balboa. He's a very tough guy. <coughs> and I'm not gonna pay to see it, but I don't think that he's gonna go in there and get beat down. It's almost like if you put B Hop back in there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even at 60, he's not gonna get killed. You know what I mean? Uh, so he must have a chin. Okay. He, he 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 must have he must have a he must have a good chin. Gotta have a great chin. What didn't he do a movie a couple years back, uh, the wrestler or something that he received yeah. uh praise for? So like I said, man, he yeah. you know. All right. Hey. If he can still do it at sixty four, hey, more kudos to him. Kudos kudos to him. I can't see it. Okay. <laughs> if, if, he, if he can see it, do it. Great. Hey man, somebody right, asked on Facebook today. Some, somebody, somebody asked on Facebook today. What are 
the top five. Uh, what are the top five questions or subjects that your girl bring up that you just agree to absolute automatically without question to avoid an argument? What would you think? What would you think? Like are uh, the top five questions that that whenever she asks you this or asks you that, you just agree immediately, and that's it. Because you know, if you don't, it's gonna be a problem. Uh, don't get me to lie. Man, <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 get me to lie. I mean, I guess that's, what's, what's the usual bullshit? Uh, how they look in XYZ clothes? Um, yep, that that was that was that's number four on this list that I've got. That's number what four. What you think of how they say? What you think about their arch enemy at, at the job? You know, you don't like Keisha like I don't like Keisha. Um, let me see. What do you? Well, we we ain't never gonna go head to head over the baby moms. We ain't gonna do that. So let's see. We got the we got the win. Right. That that's number one. That's number really? one. Expect on the list. That's, that's the number one thing. All right. Well, let that's, me get one of those shiny jackets. We're gonna get some shiny jackets. Let's, let's all get together and go talk to the ball man. Make this money real fast. Um, who who will give me the light? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. I see, I see, um, and you know, it is what it is. It's, it's some bullshit you see at the register at the supermarket. But I saw this, like, quote unquote, expose, and it's not the first time I've seen it, uh, about Steve Harvey supposed to be like some massive crook and wilding out and misogynist and all this other crazy shit. It, is, the, is the Temple of Harvey. Got cracks in it? Do we know anything? I mean, what, what do you know? It was on the it was on the Inquirer again. So who's going to quote the Inquirer, Star or the Sun or the Globe? Which is weird. They're all celestial bodies. But um, again, who's going to quote? Like, like what's going on with Harvey and the mustache? They got him. They got him pinned up, saying that they, he got slush funds to pay off this one, that one, the third. This is the time when he's getting to become to be like almost a. a Almost an Oprah crying positive dude. Now they're saying he a, he a bum, or or no, no, continuing no. to say he's a bum. But so what do you say? What do you say? No, no. I um. First of all, Harvey's Harvey's quote unquote temple has always had cracks in it. Always from situations with his first woman to his. Woman he got now. Um, that's the situation to the way he has been caught on camera and on audio, and the way he treats his staff uh, and, and talks to his staff. I think we talked about this this on the show one time. Uh, you know, um, and then uh, what, what's always been a running joke on on him has been his has been his. Um, his, I don't want to say education level, but um, you, you know, just his his diction, his reading. You know, it's it's been a, it's a whole lot of stuff 
that 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 can be a crack on Harvey. I I I'm one of the people who, when I watch him, especially on his talk show that he has, when I watch him, I say I don't get it. I just I don't see it. I don't see what everybody sees that all of a sudden he is the Bible of relationships. He's the one that tells how a man's supposed to be a man. Why why him? Well, you know, I, 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 it's always funny, like just like you say now again. Um, you get somebody like Kevin Hart, who apparently is supposed to be in the hot water right now, um, which is bad. But Kevin Hart, you know, he left his wifey for, or they were they broke up from each other, whatever, whatever, blah blah blah, and then he found the one, et cetera, et cetera, blah blah blah. blah. You could you could talk to. Finding love, finding new love. You could talk to a whole bunch of shit, but you can't. Like I said, he's just dapper. He he rolled right into a demographic. He's good for your moms. You know what I'm saying? Like like, oh Steve Harvey, he's so sharp. He's so funny. He's so debonair. He's good for for his people and for your parents. You know what I'm saying? I don't say that he's good, but if you ever if you ever notice, and there's no disrespect to those people, and we're gonna slide right into that damn demographic soon ourselves. But those are the easy to deceive with imagery. That, that's that's Trump supporters. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying. You know what I'm saying? They just be like, "What? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah." You know what I'm saying? He's so nice, and, and mm-hmm. just run with it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever image you put, they gonna ride with it. You know what I'm saying? So if Doctor Oz go up there and say, "Stop eating cucumbers," they not buying another long green fruit. They are not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because they just they just that programmable, and it's, and again, it's not a fault or a flaw; it's just a thing. Um, so I'm like I say, I, I I'm sad because he, he he got some good stories. He got some good parables that he kicks out off the mount, and he be feeding the the, the flock with the fishes. And I'm just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? I hate to find a character like that to be um, not who they say they are. Now again, <clears throat> I send to. If I send to a platform higher than, you know, 30 likes on Facebook, they'd be like, well, he ain't really positive as he seems. No, actually, I'm just that positive. But also, like I posted the other day, I got the trifling mentals, you know what I'm saying? Like, so don't be like, he ain't going to smack you, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking Bernie Mac getting off the train. Don't do that to yourself. But do understand that, you know what I'm saying, you know, one side of me is the string we have lifting. So, again... I don't know. I didn't stop and pay no two fifty to um, you know, read such a thing that how much could I believe or not believe, but it's just like seems like a waste of guy to be that guy. But on yeah. a super, super, yeah. super, super, super side note, where the fuck is um Tom Joyner's first or whatever fucking wife she was, the one who was the fitness model or uh fitness person. What uh, she Donna, just drifted into um, man. Donna Donna yeah, Richardson. Yeah. Yeah, 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 what happened? Don't get me the line. Don't know where she is either. I mean, listen, I am not a fucking relationship guru. In fact, I I, I may have some missing parts in my damn, uh, you know, emotional uh, uh, the psyche. Don't don't be like, who am I? But they be like, one second. They be like, this is the framework to the universe. And then they be like, doo, doo, doo. that bitch gone. I be like, God damn, what happened? And you know he needed, his old ass. He needed 
You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, how he even snatched that joint up? She was like, you could, you could consider she was like, I don't even know if she was in his age group, but she was mad fit. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. Um, so she was already she was already good to go for like somebody that was 27. Um, Joyner is an icon. And he gonna have a cane soon. I mean, he ain't that no heatness. And what the fuck happened to that other guy, the bald head dude with the mustache that, that was the vegan and shit? Um, uh, Basin, where he slipped slip into nowhere. Yo, these characters. No, he he still. He's still on down here every day, three to seven. Okay, okay, okay. Good, good. Like, like yeah. to see. He's, he's I mean, still I, I don't. I ain't never always agree with him. You know, what I'm saying he has some. He was real opinionated, and some of them opinions I didn't agree with. Um, but, but he, but I like the fact he had a voice, and, and he, he was saying what he was saying. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I was just wondering where he was. I know he was some type of freak. He got put on there to the to the islands and uh, get his polygamy on and shit. Or well, not polygamy so much. Uh, swing. Swing, is that the word? Swing? I love who y'all are, man. As I as as I know y'all, don't pull the curtain back off. 
Ray, don't do it, Ray. Don't, Ray, don't do it. I never that. Oh, before before we uh, sign off, we got to give a shout out here for the first time in 36 years. All four women in the U.S. Open semifinals are American, and yeah. is not named Serena Williams. So an American will win it, not named Serena Williams. The U.S. Open from America. Yep. So for the first time since 19, I mean, in 36 years that they've had since 81 that all four women playing in the semifinals for the U.S. Open are all American. So, uh, shout out to the ladies. Um, yo, we got to get ready to wrap this up. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of the Cypher. As always, catch us here every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we give you 90-plus minutes of real talk. As only we know how to do it. And also, don't forget, this Friday and every Friday, catch my man, DJ Comedic, with the House Lunch Break live on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R, Mixler Radio. Man, does his thing. Starting at 11 a.m., going to 1, sometime 1-ish p.m. with some of the best in house music. Get your mix on. Come check out my man, DJ Comedic, starting at 11 a.m. Fridays with the House Lunch Break live. And as I said, yours truly, the atypical, the B-I-G-G Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar will be back here next Wednesday with more real talk. Hey Rich, if you get a chance, I want you to Google this story on Pete Rose. Uh, I wanted to get into it tonight, but time lapsed on us and I forgot to mention it earlier. Uh new controversy with him, something going back over forty years. I want to get your thoughts on it. Um okay. we get into that uh, week also. But um yeah, I want you guys to be safe and if any of you listening to us uh, in the Florida proximity or anywhere on the eastern seaboard, please be safe out here. Saying that this storm that's coming, Irma, she just made her way to Puerto Rico, uh, should be here stateside by Sunday. They say that this one is going to be the worst if she approaches us with that same Category 5 that she is now, winds topping 185 miles an hour, and she can cause the same devastation that we saw with Hurricane Hugo back in um, 2005. So, yeah, I want you guys to be safe out there uh, with this upcoming storm. And always take it easy. Love your fellow man because we're all in this struggle together. We will catch you all next week. Anybody else got any last words, last things they want to sign off with before we roll out? We got about 30 seconds. Yay, nay. All right. Nobody? Nah, we good. It's all good. <laughs> Let's just ride out. We'll come back and, oh, yeah. and make y'all I was just re- And I was just reminded that Jose is right behind Irma, and they got another one right there off the coast of Mexico, Katia. So it looked like this hurricane season is going to be crazy one. Yeah, y'all be safe out there. Like I said, we'll catch y'all next week. Y'all be blessed. Yo, Comedic, before you uh, roll to bed, I got to highlight you real quick. Yo, we out of here. Peace. Peace.